What's going on, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Search for Consciousness. Today's a good day, and every day is a good day, but today specifically is a great day. We are currently in the beginning, the inception of episode four, season three. I don't have a title, but if I had to focus, and since you're forcing me, I will most likely create the mastery of life part two, an extension of chapters one and two. Right now, I'm only up to chapter three, and I say only because it's been a couple of weeks. I like to read books quickly, but books like this, I really need to absorb the content, and I want to master it. I want to live it. I want to make sure that I'm not just reading pretty words on a paper, right? I want to make sure that I am the embodiment of the lessons. So that's why I take my time. I must also apologize for the, how would I say this? The not perfect audio that you heard for episode three, I listened back to it and the static was a little loud. It was a little choppy. So I do apologize, but the content was good and I didn't want to remove it because I think that I did a good job of explaining what I learned back in episodes three and the weeks before that. So I don't want to delete the stuff. I think it's good. And, um, you know, listen to it, do the best that you can. If you have any questions, definitely reach out and I will always expand on it. But let's get to some positive stuff. This is pretty cool. So we're in episode four. Shirts is back. Hoodies is back. We already sent one to Texas. We did Tennessee. We did Florida. I had a really random place. Did I say Texas already? No offense, Texas. But yeah, we got Texas, Tennessee, College Point, Queens. The Bronx, a couple of people did some pickups. We got pink and black going, so that's pretty dope. I'm just excited, you know, I really am. And uh, I will get into the mastery of life. I actually have some things that I have to share with you, but I, I, I also want to talk about this because this is interesting to me, and I think we can all think about it in a mindful way. Lately, I've noticed that People want to support, and, and I appreciate you guys. I really do. I love all of you. I really do. But sometimes the support is fake, if that makes sense. And I'm going to tell you why. Like, if you're listening to this, brother, like, like I read through that. Like, I got this kid that's like, yo, I want to buy a hoodie. And I'm like, cool, this is how much it costs. And then he's like, but I really want to do this. Like, in other words, I want to work with you. And, and I'm not mad at him for wanting to work with me. That's cool. But right now, there's no opportunities that have presented themselves. So what I really feel like saying is be authentic and stop trying to pretend that you want to buy a hoodie to get close enough to work with me. You know what I mean? Like, that's the kind of shit I deal with these days. And it's like, y'all want a hoodie. All right, this is how much it costs. Ghost, ghost. Or people say things like, y'all want a hoodie. And we get it done and we deliver it on time. And then they say, I want to pay when I pick it up. And I feel you, but when you buy shit online, my brothers and sisters, if you go to fucking Gucci or, I don't know, Louis Vuitton or the fucking Adidas.com slash Yeezy, I'm always plugging in the Adidas and the Yeezy brand, do you fucking say to them, I will pay you when I feel like it or I'll pay you when the fucking items ship? No, people, no, that's ass backwards. So see me as if you would see one of these companies and treat me as follows. And I get it, bro. I get it that, that, you know, life is expensive and 
hoodies ain't cheap, brothers and sisters. I understand. You, trust me. You think you think I want to be out here spending all this money on shipping and all that and merchandising and looking out for partners? Well, actually, I do. I'm not going to lie because if I didn't want to do it, I wouldn't do it, baby. But um, but I get it, guys. Like, I'm not mad at y'all, but stop trying to, like, sidestep the process. You know, you're trying to, like, force your way into my life using weird ways. Like, yeah, I'll buy a hoodie in exchange for the... And it's like, no, motherfucker, you either buy it or you don't. You know what I mean? But that, that I just needed to say that. But for those of you that are actually supporting, I truly appreciate it. For those of you that can't afford a hoodie, that's fine. I'm not, I, I'm not forcing anyone to do it. But what's cool to me is the fact that, you know, the brand is reaching the people that it needs to reach. And I'm just amazed to... To announce that we are now in 61 countries, including the United States of America, 61 different countries. Yo, I saw Sweden, I saw Kenya, I saw Israel. Shit, I saw so many different countries. Prague, like it just blew my mind. I'm like, yo, I can't even pronounce these places. I might not ever go and visit them physically. I would love to, but. My voice has traveled there, right? And and this is coming from a kid that that is just amazed because, you know, all these major corporations that have podcasts, a lot of them get real funding. You know what I mean? A lot of these people are being marketed by huge brands who, who take a percentage off of the ads and, and, you know, the business. I don't really know the whole business side of it, but but I'm not th- I'm not those people. You know what I'm saying? I was going to say I'm not there yet, but I'm not those people. I'm just a dude doing this shit in his crib. <laughs> and it blows my mind that we've hit 61 countries. So what I would say to you is don't doubt your reach. Don't sleep on your reach. Enjoy what you do. Spread love when you do it. And it'll come back to you. I know you could probably hear the exhaustion in my voice. But the show goes on, brothers and sisters. So, okay. Now I'm going to share with you three pretty cool points to start this conversation with the mastery of life and to continue it. Remember when I took an attack on Meta, Meta, the company that was formerly known as Facebook, and I said that they're out to get us and to attack their mind or our minds and to basically create a universe where we don't have to escape. We could just tap into the computer, put on that virtual reality headset. And here we are. Right. We are in the metaverse. So I found something interesting. I've been telling you all that this is what they want to do. Now, I could be wrong. But according to the intro of Don Miguel Ruiz Jr.'s book, the ancient Greeks had a word for this concept called beyond the mind, and it's metanonia, M-E-T-A-N-O-I-A, metanonia, metanonia, yeah, metanonia. And that basically represents the state of being where you're beyond thought. That's what Tolley talks, uh, calls it. He talks about it. He calls it beyond thought. And that's a state of mind where I like to get to because in there, you're not thinking, you're feeling. And this is kind of why I love doing the podcast because I have so many thoughts running through my mind like we all do. Some of them positive, some of them negative. But when I have to channel my energy into the podcast... That's the only thing that exists, right? Even this noise in the background, this chant, it exists, but it's just adding to the conversation, at least to me. So what I'm trying to tell you is when you get into states of things that you love, it's beyond thought. When you're having sex, if it's with the right person, it's beyond thought. It takes you to a place of 
jubilation, if you will, if you're watching fine art, if you are listening to live music, right? Shout out to my brother Jahan for saying that music is the sixth realm of the gods and then the seventh realm is the realm of all creation. Like literally, if God had a seat, it would be in the seventh realm. Now, that's not my information. That's Jahan's. But I wanted to throw that in there. Now, why is that interesting, though? Because Meta is coming for your mind. And they know that there's a place beyond thought. You can call it the subconscious if you want. We can go there for now. And I think they're trying to get to it. Because once they control that thinking, that state, all they have to do is put an interesting false reality in front of you, the illusion, and we'll pursue it and we'll defend it and we'll do everything we can to, you know, protect it. But that I'll just throw that in there for now. See, I'll, I only want to go for a few minutes and then, you know, the podcast takes me away. All right. Second thing I want to talk to you guys about. I asked these questions during a quick video, but I wanted to take a few more seconds to cover it. So I'm going to ask you guys three questions. And what I would like you to do, at least for now, is close your eyes while you're listening to this, if it's safe to do so, and truly reflect on what I'm about to ask you. So for right now, before I lead you into the questions, I want you to, if possible, if it's safe to do so, just relax, right? And take four seconds to breathe in through your nose, one to two seconds of a pause, and then another four to six seconds blowing out the energy towards your stomach. So you're going to blow it out through your mouth, but you're going to try to direct it as if it was like a magical liquid going into your stomach. So let me try to explain that again. You're going to take a deep breath in. Let's do it together. Four seconds. A slight pause. And now you're going to blow it out through your mouth. Towards your stomach. Beautiful. I appreciate you. Let's do one more. Breathe in with me. Beautiful. Slight pause and then blow it out through your mouth. Perfect. And in that controlled, calm, focused state of mind, continue to breathing while I ask these questions. Listen to the answers in your head. At the end of my journey... At the end of the journey of my life, what would I like to feel? So basically, I'm asking you, at the end of your journey of your life, what would you like to feel? Think about that answer. My answer is peace, tranquility, a sense of accomplishment that I left something behind. And I'm very grateful, I'll say it again, that we got to 61 countries because that's proof that something that I'm doing or something that we're doing is working. The second one made me cry, and I ain't even going to lie. Keep the breathing, stay focused, and here we go. What are my greatest fears about taking this trip? Now, that question may sound simple, but in that state of mind where I was beyond thought, if you will, I was able to hear the truth, but yet I was able to feel the truth. And the answer to that is failure. Failure. That's another reason I was hesitant to start Mindful Wizard, because I didn't know how far it was going to go. But this is the funny shit. If I failed, it would have reminded me of my negative self-talk. If it didn't 
get a couple thousand followers, I would have been thinking to myself, you're unsuccessful. And I had to realize that that, my friends, is an illusion. There is no way to fail when you're working with the source. There is no such thing as failure. Now, if you're looking at numbers and you want to stop and say, yeah, brother, but you didn't hit 126 countries, then of course I failed because there will always be a metric that's further than where I've gotten to. This is not like basketball where you could be the best of the best. And even that is not a truly defined metric because every year there's another player that comes in. Right. There's always another mellow. There's always another Curry. There's always another Kobe. There's always another LeBron. There's always another Jordan. And I get what you're saying that no one may <laughs> beat Jordan because I can hear some of the old heads saying there will never be anyone better than Jordan. But you got to understand my point. People are always striving for. I was so passionate that I slapped my phone. I had my eyes closed and I slapped my phone. So if you heard that sound, that's what you heard. OK, so back to the question at hand. What is my greatest fear when undertaking this journey. I'll ask it again in his words. What are my greatest fears about taking this trip? Reflect on that. Write it down if you want to. Because there's your answer. And me, myself, is failure. Not to be judged from you guys, but the way I judge myself. Because I always do my best. Like, I try to put everything into it. And sometimes I get angry. I'm like, yo, I need this to be better. I need this to be stronger. I need it to hit more people. So my greatest fear is failing myself. And when I recognize that, another word comes in, another sense of affirmation comes in where I tell myself, listen, young brother, you're doing the best that you can. And you're doing incredible. And there's no such thing as failure. That's my reminder to you. So ask yourself, what the fuck is stopping me? Write down all those excuses. Burn that fucking paper. Do it anyway. If you're tired, do it anyway. See, I was exhausted. I closed my eyes. I meditated. I did the breathing with you. I don't even know what tired means anymore. Shout out to the young lady that passed by and picked up the pink hoodie, by the way. That pink and black is going off the shelves. Back to business, though. Next question. What am I willing to accept about myself or the power journey I am undertaking in this moment, even if I don't like it? That one fucked with me, too. What am I willing to accept about myself or the power journey I am undertaking in this moment, even if I don't like it? One of, the, one of the answers to that may be something like, I'm seeking validation. I'm seeking for someone to tell me that I'm good. Now, let's take it a step further. Where does that voice come from? Well, if you listen to last week's episode, you would know, my brothers and sisters, right? We have the ally or the parasite. The ally speaking truths into you. The parasite is dismantling you as we go along. It is destroying you. Whose voice is it? Usually the voice of our caregivers, the people that raised us. Usually it's tied into memory. It's not even tied into reality. It's tied into the past conditioning. At the deeper levels, it could be the voice of our wounded inner child. So how do we heal that? We ask the young person in us. Take a second. Go back to the breathing. Let's do a deep breath in. Out through the mouth. And listen when you ask yourself these questions. What would my inner child like at this very moment? And usually the answer is something simple. To create, to have fun, to love, to trust again. That's the answers. Those are the questions that you're looking for. Those are the answers that you're looking for. So I'm going to ask it again. What am I willing to accept about myself or the power journey I am undertaking in this moment? Even if I don't like it. Those answers are everything that you need. When you start to dig at that level, 
you start to be able to master yourself. You start to master that little voice in your head that I talked about in last week's episode. And for those of you that had trouble listening to it, because shit, I did too. I get it. It was choppy. I would say that that voice, according to Don Miguel Ruiz Jr. and his teachings and his father's teachings and his grandmother's teachings and his people's teachings, the Toltecs, that voice breaks down into the judge or the victim. The judge is judging you, every action you do and everything that you see. When you're on social media and you're saying that bitch looks stupid, her hat is dumb, this, that, that, whatever, her outfit sucks, his outfit sucks, they shouldn't be together, that's the judge. Why do you think companies love to spend so much money on social media? The longer that you are sitting there scrolling through negative, the, the longer you're lowering your vibration. Even myself included, I need breaks. I need breaks from social media. I need breaks from people. I need breaks from conversations. I need breaks from text messages. I need breaks from sounds. You understand what I'm saying to you? I hope so, brothers and sisters. So that's the judge. And when you can listen to the judge the way it feels, not necessarily what it says, because what it says is an illusion, but what it feels, that's when you can start to check it. Usually I feel it in my stomach, like a tight sense of anger. My body reacts the same way. It's very interesting. They are one and the same. Now, the other one is the victim. The life is up against me and and I suck and nobody will ever like me. That's why these questions are so profound. Because if you deeply ask yourself, what is it that I fear in this moment? Or what is it that I fear at the end of my journey? One of the answers may be you fear never being able to accomplish your goal. And then it reinstates this inner child fear that you're not good enough. So it's a loop. So I'm trying to teach you how to isolate the loop by identifying the loop and then telling the loop to go fuck itself. You feel, man? Seriously, bro. Do not believe the illusions. All right, I'm going to read one more thing to you. I'm going to read an entire paragraph. And this is the power of illusion. And, And I want you guys to know something. When I'm reading these books, I'm reading it for myself. I'm reading it for my family. I'm reading it for you guys. I'm reading it for the people that I eventually get to interview. So I highlighted these three pieces to eventually go back and hopefully interview Don Miguel Ruiz Jr. again. Like it would be an honor. So I'm just manifesting that into the universe. And these are part of the questions that I'm going to ask him. So if there's something that I don't understand, I directly reach out to him because he thankfully is someone that I look up to in the sense of spiritual cleansing and teaching. And he's been very nice. Like I reached out to him the other day. I'm trying to get his father on the line. He's a busy man as well. And um, I asked him about the Nagual. N-A-G-U-A-L. You can call it the soul. You can call it chi. You can call it prana. You can call it mana. And uh, these are all different civilizations, ways of explaining the essence that is your connection to the divine, the Nagual. He calls it an electricity. And it's interesting because when I'm manifesting... I feel electricity coming through my body when I am in a heightened state of awareness. Sometimes my body shakes and I know it sounds crazy, but it's because I'm manifesting and the energy has to go somewhere. Same way Michael Jackson used to grab his balls when he was dancing, right? It's it's so much power. And you may say, where the fuck are you getting that from? And I remember seeing an interview and this is not the paragraph like I didn't forget, but you know how my brain works already. So Michael was being interviewed on his dance and the way that he expresses himself through music. And they asked him, why do you keep touching yourself? And his answer was like, bam, 
and I laughed and I'm like, what the fuck is Michael Jackson saying? This man's crazy, right? When I was a young man listening to this, but what he was saying is that it was so overpowering. He just had to grab it. Bam. He just had to explain it. And I get that feeling, that that energy, which we can call the Nagua. Like I get it when I'm teaching. I get it when I'm preaching. I get it when I'm in the zone, right? When I'm reading something that truly resonates with the electricity, the vibration, the wave, gratitude, happiness, giving back. All these powerful things. But before I go into another rant and start crying again, here we go. This is on page 45. The chapter is The Island of Safety. And it is the middle paragraph, page 45. It says, but one of the biggest tasks you face on the journey to master life is that you must examine all the ways in which you create your identity. This is because the positive and negative aspects of those identities are in fact two sides of the same coin. Indeed, seeking solace in an identity based on traits you consider positive or good is a trap. When you do that, you are still seeking safety in an illusion. Whoa. Now, what does that even mean, though? Before I go, I will share this with you. A lot of us value ourselves or compare ourselves based on how good we are or how good of a lover we are or how good of a teacher we are, how good of a parent we are or how gangster we are or how successful or how wealthy or how many devices we own. Like this, so it's endless. So what you need to start doing is valuing yourself not on those things, but on your connection to the divine. And don't take that and say, okay, I'm more divine than this person. No, because once it becomes comparison, you lost it. Your value is not in comparing. Your value is in you and that connection, sustaining it, encouraging it, listening to it. That's where your value comes from, your ability to give back and not give back in a way that we're talking about materialistic giving back. I'm talking about learning, tapping in to the divine source, plugging into it, feeling that Nagual energy, the electricity that runs through you, and then asking, how can I continue to benefit humanity using the gifts that i've been bestowed that is value brothers and sisters not a 30 million dollar house even though that will be cool as well like i'm not saying there's anything wrong with with material success but go back to my other episodes and always give a little bit back and i'll find it interesting i think i gave away three hoodies this week and then i sold three hoodies so the universe is interesting and it's always creating balance guys i had a lot of fun talking to you I went harder than I thought I would. Um, this was just in one sitting. I'll probably come back and add another five, ten minutes of reflection. For those of you that are supporting the wizard, please continue to do so. 61 countries, shit is crazy. I will continue to fill you in. I hope you liked my reflection of the mastery itself. That's only 60 pages. Don't go in the way. Hold on. All right, I lied to you. It was only 58 pages. But you get the point. Imagine where I'm at after uh, I finish the book. All right, guys, I love you. I hope you enjoyed that. I will add to it. Please ask some questions. Share this with your brothers and sisters. Shit. Whoever's helping me get international, I really love you. It's probably somebody I don't know because that's just the way the universe works. Uh, email me, guys, if you want to talk. If you want me to cover specific content, reach out to me. And let's just keep building, man. You guys are dope. The book is still available. Musical Clues. You can get that on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Lulu.com. It's in my link tree because I'm cool now. I got a link tree. So just click that shit and uh, and there you go. But if you want um, 
yeah, if you guys need anything specific, just reach out, man. Because if not, y'all know me. I'll be talking for days about my stuff. All right, guys, on that note, I love you all. I appreciate every listen. And let's just continue to grow mindfully. On that note, stay beautiful and amen. What up, what up, what up? So I'm back and I'm going to try to do this one without the book. Uh, if you're lost, that means you weren't fucking paying attention, right? Back to my teacher mode. But uh, all right, we're going to talk about the mastery of life again. Chapter four, though. There's just so much fucking teaching. Ah, Don Miguel Ruiz Jr., I love you, brother. I really do. I like really do. But all right, so I think I'll wrap it up with this learning and understanding. Basically, my brother says that there's four stages to mastering the mind. It's like he wants me to cry. You know what I'm saying? Like he's just he just does it to me. Like his question was, "Shit, I should get the book, right?" <laughs> All right, focus, focus. His question was something like, "How do we use a tool that's broken, but we have to use it?" He's referring to the mind. It's like, how do you heal a broken hip if you have to walk every day? Ah, great question. You have to change the programming. So listen to what he says. He says there's four stages to changing the perceptive mind. He says, step one, recognize what it feels like in the body. So I've been on to something when I'm telling you how to do your body scans and your deep breathing and your meditation, right? He says, recognize what it feels like in your body. Recognize what it feels like to have a body. <sighs> recognize what the breaths feel like. That's why I was trying to get you to do breath awareness before we even tapped into the spiritual knowledge, but that's fine. So step one, he says, is recognize the bodily awareness. Step two is just recognize the thoughts. Step three, though peep game step three becomes recognize the stories which you tell about the thoughts step four develop universal consciousness i don't know if that's what he called it but i think he called it like heightened awareness but whatever so step one i'll say it again is recognize the body what it feels like when it's angry happy sad step two is become aware of the thoughts observe them you're not trying to change them. You're just simply watching them. Step three is reflect on the stories that your emotions give you surrounding the thoughts. Step four, tap into higher level awareness. You can change your reality. So I'll do my best to just expand on number three because to me that's confusing. A little bit at least. It's confusing to think about recognizing the stories which our emotions give us. So I'll make up a, a, a made up scenario. Uh, my girlfriend says I'm fat and stupid, for example, right? So instantly, my body would get in defense mode. My eyebrows would probably tighten. The facial features would get angry. My jaw would clench. That's what my body feels. What my emotion would probably say is, damn, she doesn't care. Well, actually, that's step three. Step two would probably be something like hurt, embarrassed, uh invalidated not good enough right and then that's where step uh three comes into where you start to tell stories about the emotions from the situation so i'll say it again she calls me fat uh instantly i feel shame if you will in level one level two the thoughts become whatever they are for example i'm not good enough or or pain or sadness or rejection and then step three would be the stories we tell around those feelings, for example, damn, this person hates me or, or I'm not good enough. And then step four would be recognizing how those stories aren't true. Very powerful shit. All right, I'll tap in and wrap it up, but I love you guys and I hope you enjoyed that quick little jump in. Holler. 
Man, listen, yo, angels are everywhere, and when you're feeling down, recognize that certain people can feel your energy and they'll do their best to boost it. Try not to take things personal. I know this is random, but I'm telling you that there's a divine path and a divine dance, and sometimes we feel so far removed from it because life gets difficult, but understand that it's never personal, even if it feels that way. And if something isn't working, take a break, reflect on it, make some changes, step up, and things will work out, you know? I don't want to make any sudden announcements now, but I get excited and I like speaking about the future. So what I will say, though, without revealing too much, as I'm in the process of a huge transition, and when I say in the process, I'm referring to the premature stages. So I'm being vague for a reason. I haven't taken any real steps besides thinking about it. And taking step one. And for some reason, I'm a big picture thinker. So when I can see step one, I know step 50 is not too far away. So that's my reminder to you. I hope you guys are enjoying this podcast. We hit 61 countries as of late. Hopefully by the next time this podcast episode comes out, we'll be in 65 countries. We got, I don't know, 5,300 followers. TikTok's doing pretty good. I will say something cool. Remember I told you I was trying to work with uh, Young M.A. and Eli? So I just reached out to Eli. He's pretty busy on tour. But uh, I'm going to give him two free hoodies. Mine for Wizard stuff. Because uh, my ultimate goal is to work with these people. These people being Young M.A. I love her influence. I love her rap. I like Eli too. He's pretty cool. So I just want to build with them. And start with Brooklyn. Because that's the communities where I'm from and that's where they represent and hopefully you know that collaboration will be effective for us both and we can spread the name of mindfulness and I just want to thank y'all for your time man I hope you guys appreciate the episode if you want to donate you know where to go if you want to I don't even know get a hoodie holla at us just I'm here man support drop some love stay focused and get ready for the next episode that's dropping next week this is episode 5 season 3 You are loved. Have a blessed day. Holla.